And all things considered, we'll be talking today about how the migrating North American beetles are affecting the local crop growth in the greater Adirondacks region. So stay tuned as now you listen to the dulcet tones of a neutered monk screaming in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by our contributors out in the <sighs> greater Adirondack region of New York State. If you would like to donate to them, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay, this is gonna be a fun episode. Uh, we are the dorks. This is a episode of Dorks the Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about some cool stuff. Some awesome trailers came out this week. Uh, Game of Thrones, Brightburn, trailer two. Oh, James, don't give me that. Uh, Shazam, trailer two, Good Omens. Uh, you know, plus we'll find some other stuff to talk about. And, uh, you know, if you're watching this live, this is a uh, behind-the-scenes thing. Just uh, throwing the live stream up here while we record this week's podcast. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Yeah, music. <laughs> music for you. Uh, okay, with us today we have James. What's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Yo? Like I did a question. <laughs> Alex. Hi, hope everyone's having a good night so far. Yeah. Okay, so what do you want to chat about first? Um. Well, sorry to kick the show off kind of on a downer note, but did you guys see about Trebek? Oh, my God, yes. So sad. No? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. What did I miss now? Oh. Um, Alex Trebek announced that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, oh. I, I read a post, I guess they're... You know, it could be anywhere from like six months to a year. Hmm. Yeah. That's a bummer. Big bummer. Luke Perry this week. What the hell? What did she do? <laughs> They're all like, what did she do? <laughs> <laughs> she walked in. It was just like middle finger, middle finger, kisses, bye. Like, what? <laughs> Well, okay. At least anyway, sorry about that. Back to death. Welcome. Back to death. Welcome to marriage, James. <laughs> Same thing, Leo. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Same thing. But yeah, no. Um, that's that's bummer news. Uh, you know, I hope he fights it. I hope he wins. Um, but you know, yeah. Cancer sucks. Fuck yep. cancer. Yeah. Yep. Fuck cancer. Yep. Well, I mean, so we're in a day and age where there there could be hope. You know, it's yeah. things have changed. The survival rate is low, but there is still a survival rate. Yeah. Um, and I'm, so, I, you know, with the amount of ducats he has, you know, he could probably do some experimental stuff in like Mexico or something. He's from Canada. They have yeah. universal health care. Yeah, yeah so. I know. But in order to try the really crazy stuff, you got to go down to Mexico. Way down. Sure. Wait, 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 wait. Go on. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> actually, uh, so my first wife um her parents were like uber rich and the father was diagnosed with parkinson's and they went down to mexico for some uh totally illegal procedure to help extend his life so it's uh it didn't really i mean he got you know a little extra time out of it but it was uh yeah, it was kind of crazy they just took a trip down to mexico for a uh for a illegal procedure to try to that's uh, fascinating i know crazy but i've only heard terrible stories of people who take trips down to mexico yeah only like like uh my my family like every generation of my family eventually heads to mexico for some reason for either vacation or something like that and when my grandma would tell me her most crazy stories she sat me down once and said she went to mexico with her friend because they wanted to have a vacation and she said the real reason why was because when they were young, she forced her friend on a trip to Mexico because she found out that her husband of some odd years was actually her first cousin. Oh, so they went wow. to Mexico for a vacation for her friend. Oh, huh. okay. Yeah. My grandma would drop that, that kind of stories on me. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you know, we're in a day and age where, you know, miracles happen and you have Chinese scientists that are, uh, you know, doing genetic, illegal genetic research. So you never know. You know, he could. Uh... Did you hear about the HIV patient with the bone marrow transplant? Yeah. It's, yeah. They don't, they, it's no detectable levels of HIV in yeah. the system. And I, I thought they, um, they were doing some test on cancer where they like reverse engineered a virus to like attack itself. So I mean, I mean, there's there's new tests going on all the time, and uh, but did you hear about the the scientist in uh, in China? No. Oh yeah, yeah, the one with the twins. Yes, and uh, turns out that uh, he may have possibly done some um, uh, genetic. Something to increase brain activity. Didn't what? hear about that well. part. I heard yeah. about the trying to keep them so they... Wait, wouldn't... wait, wait, wait. Fill me in. Okay. What's so... these smart, super new Jimmy Neutron babies? What's happening? Yeah, so uh, so this uh, scientist, uh, he kind of like bent the rules and uh, he created a set of twins that were genetically modified. And he just revealed uh, last week that he may have altered the intelligence level as well. The the something to do with the brain. So these uh, kids are going to be terrifying. <laughs> they're, 
these kids are going to be oh, terrifying. We're going to have like a bright burn situation with these smart kids sit, standing around in corners, like like the kids from, uh, you know, The Shining, just standing there. But they'll like like make you feel stupid when you walk up to them because they're so yeah. smart. Come play with us, Danny. <laughs> Speaking of bright burn, oh my god, the trailer. What did you What did you guys think? I'm gonna let everybody go first. James, you you have a look of disappointment. <laughs> it's like he's struggling to find the words to properly convey how he's feeling. Do you want me to go first while you compose your thoughts? No, okay. I like the premise. I just don't think it's going to be good. I think you saw a lot of the good parts of the trailer. I mean, I get like what they're trying to get after. It feels like you're he's gonna this kid is gonna make this turn early on in this story and it's gonna be 45 50 to 45 minutes of him just killing people i I don't i i don't i don't know i i I get the whole premise of if superman was raised bad but he wasn't raised bad that gets to my point but i'll let you continue yeah i just I don't know. I also feel like the whole thing that says, like, from from visionary director James Gunn, he didn't write it. He's not directing it. You know, the only reason this movie's getting this play right now is because of, I feel like, because James Gunn's attached to it. If this was somebody not James Gunn and had nothing to do with James Gunn at all, this is, like, one of those random things that pops up at, like, you know, the, the South by Southwest conference that then gained some traction but I don't think it would be getting this much of a push. So will I see it? Yes. It looks cool. Like I always like different takes on original stories and making it, making it different. But again, it's one of those things where you're, you're watching the trailer and it kind of feels like you get a lot of the beats out of the way fast. You know, how the story is going to progress. Hmm. I just looked up the INBB and it looks like it's been written by the guns, not James, but it's maybe. But, it's, yeah. But his whole thing was. Is it Sean? I think Sean. I think Sean. But I mean, the whole thing was like. From visionary director James Gunn. No, he, oh, he's yeah. an executive producer on the movie. Like Steven Spielberg, executive producer on 50 movies this year. Like. Ryan and Mark Gunn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by some guy I've never heard of. So. Like I said, it's got a decent cast. I mean, it has Elizabeth Banks, so, you know, we'll see how that is. But, you know, the kid looks creepy as hell. So, I mean. His name's David Yarowski. Yarowski? Yeah. So, again, at the end of the day, will it be good? Yes. But it's also coming out like Memorial Day. So it's going to be one of those things that's going to finish like top five, low top five of the box office. And it's going to make noise. It's going to splash. And it's going to get another little bit bump when it comes back out in the theaters or when it comes out in um, digital or Blu-ray, whatever it's going to, whatever format it comes out on. So I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. I'm just, I wasn't impressed by the second trailer because it really didn't show me anything different. I guess he directed, was it the, uh, let's see. uh, He did some teen unicorn, team unicorn stuff a while back ago. He did a short for Guardians of the Galaxy Inferno. That's probably how he met James, if that was... Probably. Well, what are your thoughts? He, here, was also, yeah. he, was, he was also in 
Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the goth ravager. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, those are my thoughts on it. Like I said, I can see it, and my my thought will change. The cops are coming for you for disagreeing. I know, right? <laughs> you know, like you know, the the, the one thing that kind of like set me over the edge a little bit watching the trailer was the whole scene it's like, oh, you're safe, you're safe, and then the cop gets taken out. I'm sitting there being like, that like, was probably like the reveal, right? Like really, like okay, and then him like whipping through the house, like okay, again, you're not showing me anything new. You're not showing me like anything different. So okay, so he kills his dad pretty quickly, like you know, early on, and some somewhere in the, somewhere in the film, he kills his dad. Like, got it, cool. Like, there's another plot point gone. Like, there's you find out who that lady in the in the diner scene is. You know, the daughter, oh. the mother of the looks yeah. like the daughter who crushed her hand. Okay, it was better when you thought it, you didn't know who that person was. That initial shock of them ripping open that door and attacking her, you didn't know the backstory. You didn't know who that was. Mm-hmm. You ruined that whole reveal for the story so maybe it's just this trailer wasn't a good trailer it didn't really cook my interest like i said you i felt like you got all the beats down like you just know what you know how the plot's going to progress yeah but this could always end up being uh, like you know rogue one where like this (laughs) it's a totally not totally different but there's things made up specifically for the trailer just to get you visually interested well, also, well, I don't. I, if that's the case, then I give it Sony all the money in the world for doing that. But again, it, it's Sony. Hmm. <laughs> they've yeah. had one. They've had one hit in ten years, and that was also helped with Disney too. Cat. So, what about you, Alex? Um, do you want to go last, Yo-Yo? Um, yeah, I can go less. Okay, you just seem to have like you really wanted. I just wanted to make sure you were. Um, anyway, so I kind of have the same sentimentality of James is that like, I like how it looks, but I still feel like I didn't get any new information aside from more story details, but not like more than just, this is like a uh, bad environment growing Superman, Superboy. And I was only intrigued when like some of the alien stuff kept coming out, like the, uh, the condensation and the glass in the diner and it has all those symbols all over it. That started to get me interested of like, cause the more like, because I'm fine with like the concept is like, here's evil Superboy, but don't let it just be that. Like just have a little bit more to it. Like, is it like, is he, is he planning an invasion? Is there like things coming? Is he going to make like, because I got some, uh, the mist kind of vibes in that scene. Like, is he going to do something that will cause like real like trouble? Um, or like is he you know you saw the just... photo you saw the drawing like is he supposed to conquer this planet for somebody else i see where you're coming from alex mm-hmm. is like it... in the picture remember he's like a god like and everybody's bowing down to him or those are skulls or whatever but like i see that or or just like he's going to uh mm-hmm. like like what would you do if you saw the trailer and right at the end of it it shows that like they hurt him like they chop off his arm or something they find a way to like like cut him in half or something and he becomes two you know you see like whatever something he comes back with like blood or something like that on him and you don't know if it's his or somebody else's yeah like what if you actually see him start to mutate into something else like just i just feel like the further they go away from the concept it will become its own unique thing 
But I really don't want the film to just be, oh, here's a movie where it's evil Superboy, because that feels like that's all it's got for the most part. Because, like, even when you look at it, you can't say that it's its own thing, because he still even has a red cape. You know? Like, he's... It's not it's not too too different enough to be like oh that's something else you know well for me it seems like they're they're selling it really hard as a similarity to superman mm -hmm. and for some reason i you know and this is just the the dork in me thinking that you know somehow they're going to connect it to the dc universe somehow and I know they're not going to, and it's probably going to earn, turn out to be just, you know, just what it is, a horror movie that's made to look like Superman. Um, but I, I hope at the end there's some sort of connection somewhere. I see it. I get a Cloverfield vibe, the first Cloverfield yes. vibe. Yes. Uh, so the Cloverfield monster's going to come out of nowhere. It's going to go into town riding the Cloverfield yeah. monster. No, but, like, like, J.J. Abrams. Oh, it was a J.J. No. Abrams movie the whole time. <laughs> I can see, like Leo said, some side of twist yeah. at the end that puts it on its head. You it was a dream. It would be an awesome twist. <laughs> it huh? was a dream the whole time. <laughs> you can't tell me that wouldn't be an awesome twist, like him riding, <laughs> well, riding I mean, Cloverfield monster too. I mean, how did Cloverfield end? Cloverfield just ended with you know, the destruction of the world, you know, it, it's no, just the world. They nuked New York. Yeah. It wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. No, they, 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 their last ditch was to nuke the city of New York. They tried to hide underneath the grand, the central park bridge. And at the end credits, you hear like the radio con being like, it's still moving. And then it, that yeah. was the end of the movie. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It just ended with like the monster having a selfie. And then that was it. Right. TJ Miller. Yeah, T.J. Miller. Um, but it's, it, uh, I don't know, that'd be kind of neat. At least something. I have a monster. Or, it's like I, I think a kid misses the point of, like, I want to be good mommy, like in the trailer. It's like, hey, man, you know, like, murder ain't cool. Yeah, look, 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 like you see that jet scene. Like, you see his, like, symbol on the jet that's taken down. So I'm like, okay, so did he try to save the jet? Or did he just take it down to take it down? Is this just a movie if, like, if Dennis the Menace was Superboy? Well, I don't think it's really Dennis the Menace, but it's it's showing what kids go through that are bullied, you know? Uh, I don't know about you, but, you know, I was bullied when I was a kid, and, you know, you... you Captain think... still bullies you to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, Leo, we're all wearing glasses. <laughs> we're all at 9 p.m., talking about a evil Superboy movie. Do you really think any of us have not been bullied before? Uh, no. Maybe Yo 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 is the cool one of the bunch. No, I'm bullied. <laughs> Glasses this thick. Seriously. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. Uh I, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I'm I'm very excited for it. But it's uh I think there's something else. I think there's something else to it. But I, I hope there's something else to it, but I, I don't know. Um, why in the world is he leaving his symbols everywhere? Like, uh, yeah. if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do these bad, like, I'm assuming he some had something to do with the plane coming down. Mm -hmm. 
why the hell are you leaving your mark everywhere and then leaving it on your notebook? So, I mean, yeah. people are going to put two and two together. It, you know, that's, stop leaving clues around, dude. Well, you see the cop being like, where's your son? Yeah. <laughs> like, the cop was like, what's going on? It's like, I, I'm, it might not be the brightest bulb, but it doesn't take much to realize that I saw that on his notebook. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's the Riddler. Riddle <laughs> me this, Batman. Uh, and in order to stop him, you got to go find all those symbols around the city. Basically. Yeah. yeah someone just got murdered in this diner, and the same thing that's written all over your son's notebook is all over the windows here. Uh, so. <laughs> do you know what would be a pretty cool twist? What if they actually got a kid to stop this evil kid by going to a few cities over and getting the smartest kid they can find? So you have a rivalry between like a good Lex Luthor and evil Superboy as like the ending oh, twist. God. Would that be good or would that be dumb though? That's the thing. Like, that's, look, any concept is good or dumb. Like it's sure. like they, it, it, it they all depends got, on how you execute it. Yeah, you got you got funding for Evil Superboy the movie, and it got to this point. And it's like, uh, or like, like thinking of twists for this film that would be like, oh, that was cool. It's like, what if there's actually superheroes in this universe? You know, like what if there actually is turned up, and it's like, hey, kid, don't do this shit. And he's just he can either be an evil little shit, or like he's taken away by a superhero team, or like a much more messed up version of like men in black or shield or something at the end of the film. Yeah. Or he dies. That's what I'm also assuming for the least thing I want to see where it's like, eh, how? okay. We've already established in the trailer, the fitting his hand in the blades and nothing happens except the blade breaks. Yeah. But... Are, what are they going to do to actually cause harm to him? Crypto, he'll have an ET, he'll think... have an ET thing. No, uh, uh, the mother probably kept something from the ship when he was found, and that's probably going to be his like type of kryptonite. And then, you know, <sighs> she she's going to realize. That would just so disappointing, though. Yeah, that's but, why. That's, but, that's the issue with Superman. That, that's the issue with Superman. Yes, though. but then that, that, that's going to be the end scene. It's going to be the mother realizing that the son can't be seen uh, saved, and then she's going to be the one to kill him. I brought you into this world, kind of, and I can take you out, kind of. <laughs> If it if it's gonna end anyway, it should end in a dire note, in my opinion. Like end end it like oh god, the Thomas Jane one. Uh, the mist is it the mist? Yeah, the mist. Yeah, the yeah, most the, 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 the worst ending known to man. That is, I love that ending. I'm I love sorry. that ending too. It's better than the book. See, even Stephen King loved that ending. Yeah, James. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it is an amazing twist, in my opinion. Yeah, because James, missed, because James missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if anything, I feel like the movie should end something like that. Just, just get ended on a dire note, because that's the issue with Superman. What are you really going to do to this, this, uh, like this alien being? Like, unless you somehow luck into something and just be realistic, like, the amount of things that have to happen for you to luck into that. For, like, kryptonite? Yeah. What, what are the chances of something, like, 
realistically, if it's from some a, a planet that's exploding, what are the chances of any of that after traveling through space still being on the ship? After going through Earth's atmosphere, still being on the ship. I think it would. I think it'd make more canonical sense if it was like a Zod plan, mm. you know. But also with Superman, I mean, he's also susceptible to like magic, so he can also get hurt that way, and he can still be electrocuted <laughs> and hurt. Angel. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, mind freak. <laughs> I would love that movie just to see just to see Superman rip him in half like a phone book while he tries to walk across glass in a pool, and still like, oh look how cool I paid these people to go to be shocked and amazed. Uh. My freak. I, I think the idea of a what if Superman grew up in these the modern times, given how messed up things tend to be, yeah, is interesting. I, I think it's undeniable the parallels, not only just because the cape and you know the powers and the red glowing eyes, but the fact that it's set in Kansas. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still even had, like, him being bullied. They did that in uh, Man of Steel as well. He just gets pushed around, and that yeah. made me think of that scene, which is like, is this is this kind of weird since it reminds me of the Superman that already tried to do a dark edge, mm. you know? I find that kind of weird. Yeah. So, were you, were you going to say, Leo? Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just agreeing, and that just brings home a point. Why are they trying to make so many connections to Superman? It's, it's to the point where if somebody else was making a movie like this, that they would get sued for copyright. You would think, right? I mean, you make a Superman movie, but don't call it Superman. I mean, that's exactly what happened to Shazam. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Like they were like, "Hey, this is way too much like Superman. You guys can't do this." Hmm. And then later on, they were like, they they bought them up and introduced uh, Shazam to the shared universe of the DC. Well, it's interesting, and uh, the movie comes out. Uh, James, you said Memorial Day. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to lead to the end of the world. And uh, speaking of end of the world, ah. Wow, you did that transition? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of just. Uh, he he I, set you I, up for a I like, set you up a package that. Mwah, here you go, Leo. Here. Mwah, a segue right there. That in was front like of you. missing like a perfect, like, three stone spiral. Like, yeah, and Leo's like, through it over there. perfectly. And you're just like, here's some sprinkles. Butterflies. Mm, they're fresh. Oh, let me put some <laughs> cocoa shavings onto it as well. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, but no, we'll talk about the end of the world now. Yeah. Well, was there, was there, did I totally miss something else? I yeah. just compared Brightburn Superman to Shazam. To <laughs> All right, Jim, we're gonna change well, the show. Welcome to, to behind the scenes, everybody. We're gonna change the show title to "Leo is oblivious" to all our transitions yeah. that we give him. Yeah. <laughs> the only pond you can throw a rock at that doesn't make a ripple. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh my. Yes, Shazam. <laughs> So I thought the Good Omens trailer looked pretty good. 
Um, no, no, no. We're talking about Shazam. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, for Shazam, I like the trailer. It's, it's, you can definitely see that they're w- with with Aquaman coming out and the the lighter light heartedness of it. This is just taking that next step further. Um, I enjoyed it. I think it looks fun. I, I it, some of the stuff had me laughing. I love Zachary Levi. I think he's one of the more funny actors out there. Uh, between Chuck and I mean, even him and Thor was good. Um, entangled, he was entangled. In, he, oh my god, he's fantastic as Flynn Rider. Like, wait, 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 wait. He, he was in Thor. Yeah, he was. He so the the whole thing with him and Thor was he was supposed to be in the the first movie as uh, uh, Fan is it Fandrell the 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 fencing guy, the guy with the the fencing sword. Yeah. But because of his commitment with Chuck, they wouldn't let him out to shoot this movie. So they had to cast somebody else to be this character. So when Thor, the dark world came out, he was recast as that character. And because they wanted them or him originally, and then they killed him off in Ragnarok. Yeah, that was dumb, but they killed off all of them other than Jamie Alexander, which supposedly is they they initially wanted to do like a spin off series with her and Tessa Thompson. Well, also Infinity War is coming up or or I mean Endgame is coming up, so who knows? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Reset everything, introduce other people. Well, Jamie Alexander yeah. also did wasn't in Ragnarok because of her movie and the the yeah. NBC show Blind Spot. Yeah. So. Uh also he did a great job in uh Miss Maisel. Yep, and he's also in the reboot of the reboot of Heroes, which was bad all around. But oh. can't hold that against him. They rebooted it. Yes, it was like a soft sequel. Ah, uh, remember yeah. that was like really cool. Yeah, I'm, and like and then to the writer strike. Yep, yep, yep. That and Jericho. I, uh, yeah, it just yeah. But we, we, we got uh, Dr. Horrible out of it, though. Yeah. Well, we also got reality TV being a huge oh, hit because yeah. of the strike. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I liked it. Times. I liked the interaction between him and the character, um, the, the his foster brother. Um, yeah, let's get back to that. We, you know, you definitely see more of Mark Strong's character and see why he is who he is. <laughs> And it looks like he is definitely going the route. What they said they were going to be is that he's the one who discovers Black Adam's tomb. And that's how they introduce Black Adam into this is that he's embowed with some of the power from Black Adam. And that's why you can get around of being like mentioning him kind of in passing. But, you know, supposedly going to be the coming down the line with um, The Rock whenever he his schedule ever frees up. So I'm uh, so we're roughly about a month away and i'm very glad they haven't done any done the major spoiler yet which i won't say anything about uh but the toys have already spoiled the big spoiler of the movie um i know what it is yeah but we're not going to say anything to spoil it we're gonna let i know i didn't want to know the spoiler Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm more I'm more interested in the um the end credit scene. Yeah, do you think we're gonna get uh Superman? Well they already said yeah. it is and it's a it's a it's a stand in. You don't see his face. Really? 
<laughs> kind of like they uh, they did Batman well, CGI his face on. I mean, yeah. that's just full. You know, it's going to be the Brightburn kid. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they did uh, Batman and Titans and uh, they did. You never see him, though, right? Isn't y'all like in the shadows? You just see his silhouette and he looks very Affleckish. So it's probably his stunt double. Probably. (laughs) He's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but supposedly like that was one of the things that that Cavill was stating was or were Warner Brothers when they released that press release about Cavill was that was the issue is they wanted to shoot that scene and supposedly either scheduling conflicts or he wanted more money or like more of a role than just a brief cameo uh, as a reason why they shot it the way they did. Yeah, I'm. I'm also kind of glad this movie at least seems to be backing up from con- continuity a little bit because I'm always, no, no, like the DC EU always seemed to be like a little bit step behind a couple things where like what has happened, whatnot. It kind of reminds me of the New Fifty Two in a way where writers aren't talking to each other, so no one knows what's pre-established or not. So like when he's like in the comedic scene where he's running through the store and he throws, "Go get him, Batman!" throws like a Batman toy. And the person that's a funny gag, but like in universe, this is with like is Batman a thing? Is like Batman a cultural thing in that universe? Well, you he see- also he also brings up is like can you jump a building in a sing like jump a building in a single bound? And it's like is wait is that in the continuity of this world where they celebrate these heroes? Aren't they like saying false? Wait, you know it, it there's it just seems to be a little bit of like a weird. Well, if thing. you know the, the the foster the foster brother has like a battering. And he has like all the Daily Planets like articles about Superman to a point yeah. where he has the bullet like certificate of authenticity like bullet off of like Superman's chest. Yeah. So this must take. I mean, so so these characters exist because even in Batman v Superman, it was the everybody knew who the Batman was. Like yeah. everybody knew his logo. Everybody knew who the Batman was because of what he did before. So the real question is. Does this happen? Is the is the story contingent on where in the timeline is it? Is it is it in that I would say because I always use this as like is in the eighteen months be, in between Man of Steel and BVS? Is it after Justice League? Is it you know where does this fall into it? But I mean, he's also been Batman for a while, so I mean, people I'm are about about- Superman too. You have to have Superman and Bat. That's what I'm trying to see, like. We're all well, I mean, talking about the fact that there's a toy. It's, of course, yeah. there's going to be someone there. Like, it's like in any situation, there's going to be someone that's going to try to profit off of the name. Yeah, of I, course, I, there's going to be toys. I also like to think that if that is a thing, I think it would be fully funded by Wayne Tech with their own <laughs> line of Batman figures. I, I like that idea. <laughs> uh, I just want to note that uh, this was noted in, in the uh, comments of the article was... Uh, Kevin Conroy, that's the voice of Kevin Conroy in that Batman. Yeah, I heard that As too. As it always that. should be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say, James? No, I was like, Nerdist, Nerdist can confirm that as well. Uh, I love Kevin Conroy. He's Have you guys ever dude. met him? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, nice one of the darkening intros is Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> But he hasn't. He, uh, he was at Rhode Island last year. But he, he that that was like his latest. He doesn't come up this way a lot. No. Um. Would you guys? 
I still would like a Conroy cut of Batman films. Like, you already have them. You have Mask of the Phantasm, which is probably considered one of the best Batman movies ever made. Oh, no. I mean, I'm dubbing over live action movies or just his voice. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you pay him enough money, you probably would do it. Or they get I Mark mean, Hamill to do. We'll see. Problem is, like, the Jokers in those movies are fantastic, so I wouldn't want him to dub over them. I, I would like. No, no. For, for Conroy, I want him to dub over Batman. But for Mark Hamill, I want him to do a commentary track as the Joker. Or Cockknocker. Or Cockknocker. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, he's going to be back. Yeah, the, 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 the Kevin Smith has been sprinkling hints the last couple of days. So. I'm, I'm curious. But, I'm you know, curious. it looks fun. But here's the question for me, and I'll answer this as a group. Do you know what also comes out on April 5th? Ooh. What? Ooh, ooh. Pet Cemetery. Oh. Hmm. Do you have a choice between one of them? Which one are you going to go see? You have to say the word. Shazam. Oh, I, you got I, that I, one. I would, go see, I would go see Pet Cemetery first. Really? Yeah, I'd have to lean towards Pet Cemetery first. first because Don't I tell wanna, anybody, I'm going to sneak in and see both. I want to... <laughs> at the end of the day, like they're both going to get my money. But the opening weekend is such the catalyst to get better, more and more of these type of movies. If they're going to start remaking more and more of these Stephen King stories the way they should be be, be made, like it and Pet Cemetery looks like, I want to I want to give them that money so they keep pumping out these movies. Shazam's going to make its money. It's gonna they're going to do more of these movies. I'm worried that it and it too are. Great movie. Hopefully, it chapter two will be as equally as good as it one. Yeah. And the way Pet Cemetery is setting up, especially as they changed who died from the book, um, I hope that continues to do like some other good movies out there that Stephen King has properties for. So yeah, there, there's a lot of things they really should remake. I don't care if it's too soon, but come on, let's reboot Dark Tower. You know. Well, suppose they're doing that as like a TV show now on HBO or something, or something. Just, just do it. Just come on, and um, don't get, don't get back to Sony. I mean, come on. But you know, like I said, you know, it's that. You know, I could go on a whole Stephen King, like Christine. I would, I would love to see a new Christine. I would love yes. to see a new Cujo. Cujo. You know, those are two movies I would love to see redo. I would love to see a new Tommyknockers. I would love to see a new Langoliers. Like. Go back to some of the, some of the movies that are already made that were like so ridiculously bad, like Langoliers and the Tommyknockers. Like mm. I will see them. You Stand. didn't like Langoliers. I mean, for the fantastic, <laughs> for the fantastic uh, uh, acting of Bal- uh, Balky, yeah, it was fantastic. Also, Leo, oh, don't, horrible, don't horrible edit that pause. Oh, the horrible, horrible CGI. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I remember. I remember watching that being like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> Same here. Because I remember I was, so, there, I was so excited about the idea of it. I said, yeah. I was like, okay, so. so they just keep staring off in the distance and there's this nose. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm like 12 at the time. And I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> no. Oh, jeez, gang. It was Pac-Man the whole time. 
I remember. I, would love, I, would, I, I remember enjoying it. I well, thought, of, Leo, of course like, you enjoyed it, man. Hey, yeah, I, like, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Leo probably also likes the new Sonic, but like, <laughs> let's not go down that. Path. Oh I my also god, just, no, 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 I don't blame him. I, th- I still think it's a fun movie. There's a lot of movies that like aren't like great, great, but I, I still would probably watch it and get enjoyment out of it. Come on, it's Pac-Man. I mean, That's I mean, great. I do like the original It. I think Tim Curry is a treat and like a national treasure because of that movie, but like. I'm glad they redid it. Like, I'm glad they're redoing. Like, I remember watching, um, I remember watching, you know, the original Pet Cemetery, and I'm like, this is like really, really good. And, and now when they announced they're redoing it, and even that first trailer was like super creepy. And then the sequel trailers was like, okay, they're just up in the creep factor even more. Like, I, so. I have to admit, I've never seen the original. It's on that, it's on Amazon Prime. Do yourself a favor and go watch it. Okay. Maybe. Would you want him to remake Stand by Me? See, that's I'm that's a no for me because I no. think you that was such a perfectly cast movie with the kids. It'd be very. We'll hard. bring them back then. I'll load up the flux capacitor and we'll go. Oh, well, well, one of them you'll have to throw in a pet cemetery to bring back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there goes our audience. Uh. <laughs> um, no, like I said, yeah, we start up and know about how sad death is, and right in the middle of it, it's just like, ah, we'll come back as a zombie. <laughs> um, but like I said, I mean, they try to do it with Carrie, and I think I, th- I enjoyed the new Carrie. The casting was on point, but again, it's one of those movies that. Even 40 years after its release, it's still considered a good movie. Like, it's not yeah. one of those things that didn't age well. Mm-hmm. It's still really good. It's still acted very well by Sissy Spacek. Like, you think of Carrie, you think of Sissy Spacek. Like, that's that's the role that defined her for the longest time. Was Fire – is Firestarter Stephen King? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Misery? Never Again, seen I don't know. I don't think so because that I still cringe at that scene. Yeah, but you also know that because they did it once before, they can push it further. Yeah, but who, who would you make a new, who, who a would new you play film. as the main the the protagonist the antagonist the antagonist? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it depends how crazy you are. Like the Kathy Bates character, who do you get? Who uh, would Scarlett Johansson as everyone. Well, no, we already, no. We already lost the whitewashing scandal. <laughs> but like, you would have she'll play, to. She'll play the snow then. You you would have to find someone who you wouldn't expect in that role. Michelle like, Pfeiffer. Rebel okay. Wilson. I could see that. No, like literally, I could see. I mean, if she wants to do like a dramatic turn. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, Now, I said I didn't see this movie, but I've seen bits and pieces to know what's going on. This day and age, you'd have to do a gender reversal. You'd have to do a female writer. No, you would never do that. No, no, never get away. No, no. I think if you want that, you might might as well. You might as well watch is uh, Gerald's game. Oh, I should I should gen the trailer for that, and she goes, "I I could watch." Like she was like, "I'm intrigued." Yeah, watch that, Leo, because that that is also a Stephen King property, and they kind of do that. So yeah. that, that 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 I remember when I was watching something with the nostalgia critic going like best Stephen King movies, and that was his number one movie. 
and I was like, why is this such a good movie? And I just rewatched the trailer with Jen and she goes, I'm intrigued. It, that looks awesome. So basically what it is, Leo, is this couple goes to like this mountain retreat or this lake retreat for like a weekend. And to kind of spice things up, they the husband handcuffs the wife to like the headboard. And in like the in the act of them fooling around, he has a heart attack and die. Oh. Dies. Her, she is stuck to the headboard. No one knows they're there. They're miles from any of the closest neighbors. And it's literally her sinking into madness because she can't reach any water. She can't get to the phone. The dog comes in and starts eating the husband and tries to go after her. And like you start like being what's real, what's fake, what's in her head. And you literally see her succumb to like like madness and like death and stuff like that. It's oh, that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, uh, Carla, uh, what's her name? She was in Sin City. Carla, oh Jesus, she was in Sin City, Spy Kids. Um, ah, yeah. no. God, I'm blanking on her name too. Oh my goodness. Because she's also in Watchmen. Yep. God damn it. Genie? Oh. Something like that, yeah. But yeah. it's like, he, he, she's in it and she's that main protagonist and it's just like, unbelievable because the point where like she's like freaking out about it before he has the heart attack like let me go let me go because she's like really starting to get freaked out about it and then he just has a heart attack and dies like Leo, if you want to watch a movie that's going to be like what the hell did i just watch that sounds how do you pronounce her last name it's carla gagino something like that yeah yeah it was pretty good they they have uh bruce greenwood as her husband one of the best, the, one of the best animated Batman's in the animated series stuff, animated movies. Uh, it, what it was that? There's another one on Netflix. It's like 1886, right? Something 1986. I forget what it's called. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's uh 1963. Yeah, isn't that like it takes place at a farm or something? I've only seen little bits of it. I don't know. I know the one on Hulu is based on the book with James Franco, which supposedly got really good reviews. Oh, oh uh. The JFK one, that was so good. That was awesome. I highly recommend it. So but, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, it, like, Shazam looks good. I'm trying to steer this shit back to yeah, no worries. <laughs> we want um, a whole Stephen King just. I mean, we could do a whole that. Stephen King episode. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should pencil in like a Stephen King episode and get like Kevin on. Yeah. Sounds and we could good. also probably talk about Joe Hill sometime as well. There you go. So we'd have to get, we'd have to do like a horror based comic for that night as well. I got plenty of stuff of you guys I can offer you up for real good horror comics. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Let's start with yeah, that. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll talk to Kevin about it and uh, try to get him on a special show. And if you're just t- tuning in, uh, Jack Shipley says hello. Angela says Pet Cemetery for me too. Stephen King thumbs up. Uh, we're just doing a uh, live stream of our audio podcast for Dorks the Podcast. And uh, so we talked about Shazam, talked about Brightburn. Uh, good omens, James, you brought up. So this when I when I when I heard the cast of this book this this show oh, and yeah. what basic premise of this show was, I was sold. And then now seeing some of the trailers, and you actually watch the uh, uh, opening credits. They've released the opening credits. 
it looks phenomenal. I mean, Martin, um, it's not Martin Sheen. It's, um, no, it's Martin Sheen. It is Martin Sheen. So it's Martin Sheen and, um, Martin David Tennant. Um, wait, and wait, that was, that, hold on. That was Martin Sheen. Michael, no. Mar- is it Martin or Michael Sheen? Hold on. I think it's Michael Sheen. I think it is Michael Sheen. It's Michael, no, it's Michael Sheen. Sheen. You guys and, are just going to make me leave IMDb open. Jesus. <laughs> you really should. Um, <laughs> so Michael Sheen is an angel and David Tennant's a demon. And over the, the history of time, they've always interacted with each other. They've always kind of come together throughout history. And this one picks up current day and the end of the world is upon us. Um, and it's basically their job is to find a way to stop the end of the world and you find out in the show that um the four horsemen of the apocalypse have already been summoned they got to find the antichrist and it's done by neil gaiman and you know neil gaiman he also is doing uh, american gods on stars well, so caroline this, this was also written by uh Pratchett. sandman the graveyard book uh, Sandman alone just so uh I mean it looks good the trailer's out the second trailer's out which kind of gives you a lot more of the plot points um and some of the casting also there is Brian Cox is the voice of death um so he he plays the death uh one of the horsemen um Francis McDormand is God uh Benedict Cumberbatch is Satan um John Hamm is the Archangel Gabriel so it is an all-star cast it's gonna be on Amazon Prime so if you got Prime check it out it comes out uh in May uh, it's very much on my must-watch list right now, and I, Jen Jen saw some of the little bit of the trailer, and she again she her ear her ears perked up a little bit. So hopefully we'll be watching that uh, when the uh, when it comes out. So that's my yeah. pick. I mean, what do you guys think of the you know? Well, I, I just wanted to know. I don't know if you mentioned it. Uh, it's also written by Terry Pratchett. Cool. Yeah. From uh, I know him from Discworld, but he's done a lot of uh, geeky books back in the day. Um, I think it looks awesome. I, I, I saw the teaser or the trailer during um, uh, one of the last movies I saw at the theater. And then when you brought it up today, I l- watched the trailer and I'm like, oh shit, I remember seeing this. And it looks awesome. Absolutely awesome. It looks like it's going to be a blast. And uh, streaming series on uh, Amazon, it looks like it's going to be... What is it nine episodes in the first season? Nine or ten, but it's one of those shows too. It seems like again, hopefully, hopefully, this I, I can't. It's a one-off. Like this is it. That's it. Like it's one one series show. No. Think Stop about... dabbing, James. <laughs> uh, what if they, you know, eats? What if they did a different series for a different time period? No, I mean. Um... It's at some point you have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Another callback to like Stephen King. I don't. Under the Dome would have been great as a one shot season. Would have been great, but they screwed that up bad. Mm. They they butchered the last few episodes of that show so horribly. I completely was turned off from the show. Because they made it like a cliffhanger where everything just faded to white. And it's like, what happened? Who knows? Tune in next season. Uh. Uh. It felt like that. It felt like someone like got in your face and was like, oh, like, I'm not touching you. <laughs> kind of thing. Ugh. I don't want that to happen to Good Omens. I, I Like, yeah. 
No, I agree with you on that one. We're, we're not trying to... Well, Leo, why don't we talk about the sh- your show that you're really excited about that well, I could well, care two farts. I, I was really excited for Good Omens, but uh, Game Ice can't Two wet, sloppy farts. Oh, my God. How are you not <laughs> a Game of Thrones fan? <laughs> is, that, is that your new rating system? <laughs> oh, my God. I could care so little about Game of Thrones. Have you even given it a try? Yes. I don't like fantasy. I don't like dragons. I don't like any of that. Like, I've never liked that. It's one of the points, like, I enjoyed watching Lord of the Rings, but I've tried to read Lord of the Rings, and I can't. Okay. I can see that. It's it's a difficult, but you, you're you not a big fan of the genre, just in general. I'm like, not a fan of the genre to begin with. Uh, no. see, I'm, I'm like, a... would you play D&D? Just out of curiosity. Oh, so, so here's the funny thing is I've, 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 my interest is into playing D and played it a couple times and I enjoy playing it because I like okay. the role playing aspect of it. The, the sorcery and stuff like that. I've done D and D with like Star Wars, like role playing with Star Wars and some with the space sci fi stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I, my, my D and D interest has always been like kind of peak. But it's one of those things like I don't know anybody who plays it, and I don't okay. even know where to play it. To a point where, like, if I want to play it, I got to find, like, my I know my buddy Colin in Vermont plays it. And it was one of those things, like, when I went and visited him a long time ago, back in, like, 2012, we bought, like, a, a role-playing box game from, like, Jetpack Comics. There we go. Um, and we played it that night a couple different times, and we built characters. And it was fun because I had fun people to play with. But, like, I don't know. It was about the group experience rather than the actual, like... Yes, it was more of, like, the group experience but like okay but for me like even like i'll use dragon age for like it bioware the game dragon age it, yeah it's the same system as mass effect i love mass effect i couldn't play dragon age i couldn't get into like the sorcery that kind of stuff okay so you're just like i clearly have a greater love for sci-fi technology those kind of epics or even science fantasy yeah but when it comes to just straight up uh like old English sword sorcery King Arthur type things orcs yeah you know that alone like if some if like if I gave you a comic that had all those things in it that was a celebration of all those things aside from the narrative itself it wouldn't interest you wouldn't interest you hmm. I'm just curious I'm ge- I'm genuinely curious like I just I I just I, I I know enough about Game of Thrones to have a conversation with somebody about Game of Thrones like. I know like the plot points because I'd be like my buddy Tim uh when I used to I still I still haven't watched the show so please don't spoil anything. It's okay but but I would ask like dude I've heard him talk about this part he goes well I'll tell you all about it and he would tell me about it so I was like okay I know enough about it to have a conversation with it or I would watch Nerdist used to have the Monday after Game of Thrones they'd have like a recap show so I would like know enough to talk about it at the water cooler just to be kind of part of the conversation. But like, I tried to sit down. I've literally tried to sit down and watch season one of game of Thrones multiple times. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Uh, you stuff your bra too. Don't you? What about no. you? Yo, yo, save, I, save me. I have, yo. I, I have fallen off with it just because I have zero time to watch anything. Where, like, where, where did you fall off? Uh, season five, somewhere around there, yeah. I know I still had to catch up to season with season six and seven. I've had zero times for any of that. Well, Winter's that... been coming for eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, yes, it has been, and for the book readers, even even longer. Uh, 
I started it's never coming out. It's never coming no, out. No, he'll he'll write it after the show's over and everybody knows how the ending is. Uh, the show is absolutely phenomenal. I, I absolutely love it. Alex, I think you would love it. No, no, I saw a little bit of it. I just I saw the first couple episodes, I think, of it, and I was like, oh, man, I really want to watch a show, but I didn't have any time for it. So it is, there's, it, going, to it, be, there's so going to be a Time day. is at a premium. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's a long show, and it's worth it. Like, I still want to finish up all of Sherlock, and that's still, like, way longer well, each, than I always yeah, – every but, time I go back in, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, but Sher- Sherlock <laughs> – It's is, like it's getting longer now. Well, I mean, Sher- Sher- Sherlock is – They just showed the intro now? Oh, my God. That was the opening. It was six uh, hours ago. <laughs> well, Sherlock is just mini movies. I mean, it's only four episodes or something, right? Uh, three episodes a season, three seasons. Okay. Uh, it's really good, though. Yeah. Sherlock I, is fantastic. Yeah, it is. I, I, I need to go back. I, I only watched the first season. Um, oh, my God. You only watched the first season? The, I, the first three episodes are the only ones that I watched. Oh, my God, dude. Like, Hound of Baskervilles is fantastic. Well, same here with Game of Thrones. I mean. No, 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 no. There's nine episodes of Sherlock. Okay. Not a hundred. There's not a hundred. <laughs> there, there's ten episodes a season, and there's seven seasons. So there's seventy episodes an hour apiece. Nine, <laughs> 70, well, nine. anyway, is is well worth the investment, and we've been begging and begging for a season eight trailer. Uh, we finally get one. Uh, season eight starts in, I think, about a month. Um, and you didn't learn anything. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we we see some characters that we love. We see some characters together. Uh, we, you know, uh, Arya. We see her at Winterfell, which is awesome. And you know, we see her face when she sees a dragon for the first time. And you know, it's 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 going to be epic. It's going to be absolutely epic. The last season's only six episodes, and I'm excited for it. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll be excited for you. Okay. But you, but, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in your head right now. Do you yeah. know what I'm looking forward to watching though? What's that? Is it the Desolation of Smog? Since it has fantasy and Bandit Cumberbatch in it, it's like a nope. merging of both good worlds right there, huh? The the Lord of the Rings um, show on Prime has piqued my interest. I'm curious, mm-hmm. but you're you don't like fantasy, okay? I think you broke Leo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Wolfie. And this I, is the part where we edit while we do repairs on Leo. Um, <laughs> I I watched. I went and paid money to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh. I paid to watch one of the Hobbits because it should have only been one movie. Um, I'm very curious because it's not Lord of the Rings. What the hell are they gonna do with that the- with that story? Rumor has it a pot a trailer be- dropping this week. Mm. Is it a prequel? It takes place supposedly when the first rings are made. Okay. Hmm. So because based on what they've done on the on their social media. Every couple days, they so the first map they dropped the map of Middle Earth with no labels, and it was the you know eleven rings were given to the elves, blah blah blah. blah. 
every couple days since then, they've added labels to the map and oh. another quote from seven rings were given to the dwarf and they've just counted down. And then today was, and one ring was made for the Dark Lord. So they're saying it's a countdown. Oh. 11, 7. And, and uh, you said that's yeah. Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Nice. That's uh, a smart marketing idea. Wolfie in the chat room regarding Game of Thrones says no one cares. Wolfie, a lot of people care. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Wolfie. <laughs> I uh, care. Well, I I, th- I think we covered about everything. We're closing up on the hour, and we still have uh, another podcast to record. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm I I will be excited for you guys. It is going to be absolutely epic. But it's also a sad point because this also marks the change of HBO, uh, where they're going to start trying to pump out more content instead of quality content. So, well, I mean, so, they're now owned by AT and T. So yeah. All right, so, so, so here you go. This is, is so, it DC as well? So this is the Lord of the Rings stuff? Yep. You didn't so, like it, though. Did you react? So it's, it basically starts with, I wisely started with the maps, as J.R.R. Tolkien, and then it goes, three rings for the Elvish, elven kings under the sky. That was dropped on February 15th. On February 18th, it said, seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Seven days from there, they posted nine for the mortal men doomed to die. And today was nine days from then. One for the Dark Lord on his dark throne in the land of Mordor where shadows lie. And a partridge and a pear tree. So, and and they've added, and they've added stuff to the map throughout the entire process. And people have said, like, if you look at the map, it doesn't have the names of the kingdoms in the cities and towns from the current, the map of Middle-earth that we know from Lord of the Rings. It's stuff from back when the initial rings were forged. I, I have a prediction. It's um, going to be Lord of the Rings no. Enterprise. Here, here's the thing, because... Scott Bakula. <laughs> James seems to be really excited about this. I think you're going to watch this show. You're going to get hooked on medieval stuff. Yeah, then you're going to go all... Balls deep, hog wild into it. <laughs> You're gonna buy every copy of Skyrim there is out there. No, and, uh, I do. I've tr- I, again. You're I've going to become it. Leo James. It's <laughs> inevitable. You will buy it for every system, every console, even well, things don't forget, that don't even exist yet. Don't forget, Elder Scrolls Six is coming out for the next gen for the PS5 and the Xbox 17, whatever they're gonna call it this yeah. time. Um, you know, and Leo's gonna buy eighty-five copies of that. Oh, like, yeah. you know, or you know, we we can all go see that new Tolkien movie. Yeah, that got a trailer to drop today too. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. There's not much to say about it. It just looks like a nice biopic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, we, we have the same birthday. Oh, oh, cool! A fantasy writer, and you don't give a shit about fantasy. That's an amazing coincidence. <laughs> it's almost like a bastardization of your birthright. Also, I have Mel Gibson, too. Oh, I guess it balances out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, my birthday is the same day as Jay-Z and Britney Spears. So, yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. And I there you have the fact of life. <laughs> yep. uh, well, well, I still got IMDb open. Let me check mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
while, while Alex it's checks. <laughs> We're waiting on you, Alex. And while he checks that, uh, Wolfie says James will not get hooked on fantasy. Okay, I have high hopes for you. You can keep smoking whatever you're smoking to yeah. keep those high hopes. I know. Called <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim, and then you know Arnold is trying to. By buy the way, it. But by the way, I have to say I did finish Red Dead Redemption 100 percent or the main story 100. percent Okay. God damn, that's a sad game. I I know I, I know what happens to the main character, but I'm still stuck trying to like, uh, upgrade the pouches, and then I hunted pretty much all the um, uh, legendaries. Legendaries, except for the fish. I didn't do the fish yet. I uh I, I started playing Red Dead One on PlayStation Now, yeah. And uh, it's like oh, I want to keep playing this, but can I get this re-release with the updated graphics, please? Uh, well, they'll they'll probably do it, you know. They're saying Red Dead Three probably won't come out until twenty twenty five. Really? Uh, Dick Tufeld, I guess we have the same birthday. Okay. He he voiced the the robot from Lost in Space. Okay. Okay. Danger, yeah. Alex Hoy. Danger. Danger, danger. Well, on that note, we'll wrap things up and get ready to record the next show. I'm trying to find a dirt-worthy celebrity. Well, oh, Alex. I guess me and Harry Knowles, I guess, share one. Huh, that's there funny. you go. Where do you like people following you, Alex? You can follow me at Pure Alex, Alex Hoy, H-O-E-Y. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitch, and you know follow me on those platforms i'm streaming and stuff and doing a bunch of cool things i'm gonna do my best to show up at some conventions so i might jump scare you when i have the opportunity while we're you know walking around and stuff who knows don't worry if you can't find me i'll find you <laughs> yo yo um well, hold on i actually started looking up birthdays too jeff <laughs> Jeff Bridges, Marissa Tomei, Tyra Banks. I got. I said my birthday with some good people. Just saying. There you go. <laughs> I'm starting to um, feel bad. I need more. <laughs> I, need, I need better people born on my birthday. <laughs> um, you can find me at Boy Meets Phone on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo Saint Laurent on those same social media channels. And looking up random celebrity birthdays. So. Okay. As you do. <laughs> James. Oh, I also have um, Danica McCalliger uh, from, um, shoot, is it Wonder Wonder Years? Ooh. I have a shit ton of B-movie actors on my birthday, it seems. Yeah, I also got um, Eli Manning and um, George Martin, Dan Harmon. Ooh, Dan Harmon. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. So that's cool. That's and then a bunch of people I've never heard of. Huh. Composers, all that stuff. Um, you can find me at the tweets and the Instagram at Longtime Storm, um, as well as here on the uh, Dorkening uh, Podcast Network, doing all the wonderful shows and such. And wow, I've shared a lot of birthdays with, with YouTubers. Um, but you know, to check me out. Oh, I got Jim Ross done. I win. <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. has a special on Netflix, doesn't he? 
I don't know, probably. Yeah. But other than that, cool. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff about me. I have no idea who was uh, born on my birthday. Uh, but You were. I was, yeah. Just Google them. You'll find out. Yeah.